This is the Modern Architect radio show and podcast. The Modern Architect features one-on-one interviews with renowned and cutting-edge architects, influencers, and sustainability leaders. Our show informs and illuminates the transformation that architecture brings to our cities, communities, and lives. And now, introducing the host of The Modern Architect, Tom Dioro. For our guest today, we're really honored, and I'm super excited to uh, to welcome James Bachi. James is a, a prominent art consultant, curator, and collaborator who has and continues to enjoy conducting art business in uh, New York, San Francisco, and Palm Springs since 1986, embracing the changes of how to conduct business brought on by the pandemic. James felt the need to reinvent. Drawing from many facets of his professional career, he launched James Bachi Contemporary, a boutique art consultancy and by appointment only collector's art salon in Palm Springs, California, September 1st, 2021. James's uh, contemporary uh, works focus on representing and securing sourcing contemporary art worldwide for presentation and placement with private collections, corporations, and museums. For more information, feel free to visit the website of jamesbachicontemporary.com. Again, that's jamesbachicontemporary.com. Today's episode is made possible by Swatchbox, the leading sample platform for architects and designers. Swatchbox brings thousands of product samples from the world's leading manufacturers into one platform. Browse materials for inspiration, create custom collections, then request your samples for free with automatic next day or second day shipping. Get started at Swatchbox.com. Again, James, thank you for being on the show. Really happy, really thrilled to to have you here. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. It's great to be here. I'm excited to talk to you. (laughs) Likewise. A quote or a prayer or a mantra that we, we talked about before we came on the show uh, the other day. Love to hear what you, what you got. I have two that I kind of, um, I would say, are mantras. Uh, the first okay. is something a friend and colleague said to me a very long time ago, and it just stuck. And that is, if it doesn't work, change it. And... I would say as far as a quote goes, I look to architect Buckminster Fuller, and that quote is, integrity is the essence of everything successful, and I feel like integrity is just everything. You know, without it, there is no success. Why is that? For you in particular? For me in particular, I mean, the... Things I really and truly value in people I do business with is one, consistency, and that you do what you say you're going to do. And for me, that's what integrity is. That's not taught in a lot of the higher education. <laughs> why, is, <laughs> why is that it, it, it's such a difficult way of being to accomplish for even... I would think even yourself, because you have to go through a lot of challenges to make sure you meet what you said you're going to do when you said you're going to do it. Yeah. And I guess, you know, the only thing that I find challenging in business is when, you know, things get out of your control as a result of other people, you know, not doing what they say they're going to do. Um. But yeah, it's 
Integrity is everything. Yeah. How do you handle that challenge where, where you know there's three or four sources in addition to yourself uh, that you, you know, somewhat relied on to lack of any other, another phrase that isn't able to, and then you have to face, you know, your, uh, your colleagues, contemporaries, clients, or uh, significant others to say, hey, you know what, we're not able to come through on this because of this and still do it with grace and some dignity. That's a really good question. <laughs> um, unless, unless it's like a brand new client, I think my clients really know my reputation and know that I always do everything humanly possible to make something happen that I say is going to happen. So they give me a little bit of leeway there um, for new clients who don't know me. It's just a matter of, you know, explaining that it's out of my control. Well, obviously you're doing everything humanly possible. Well, the essence of James, I don't know if you've ever thought of this and if it's a little too heavy, let me know. But where, 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 where did, the, where you are now, how far back can you go to say, you know what? I, I really kind of foresaw where I am now, uh, even in my youth, is there is there a particular moment or moments or time or place that you can remember that sort of poignant moment if it even if it exists with you? In my youth, I, I would say I've never saw myself where I am now. Okay. Um, I always had aspirations to be a writer, which I have done, but that's not what I, you know consider what I do as what I do. Um, there was a time where I wanted to be a car designer. I just love the design of cars. Good design. Um, I don't know how much of that I would say is out there right now, but I grew up in the 60s and uh, I just thought car design in the 60s was phenomenal. Do you remember a specific car or a type of car? Yes. Or cars? Um, and I remember the slogan at the time. It was Body by Fisher. And Fisher was the designer. And I believe he mostly designed for GM. And I think it was, let's see, I must have been nine or ten and I was always um, did this crazy thing where I would get so excited, you know, at the time when the new models were coming out. And I grew up in Medford, Massachusetts, which was maybe five miles north of Boston. And we probably had five car showrooms in Medford. And I actually knew where they hid the new models when they came in prior to them, you know, being released in the showroom. So I used to sneak into these places and um, I think I only got asked to leave maybe twice, but I would just anticipate that so much. And I remember going to school one day and being on the school bus and the bus went right by Davidson Chevrolet and they had just put the new models in, and it was a 1965 
Chevy Impala Supersport. And the body had completely changed that year. And again, it was Fisher who designed it. And I know this wasn't the color Chevy called it, but it was this brand new color that came out this year. Pontiac called it Iris Mist. And it was like a metallic, almost lilac. And in the showroom was this car I've never seen before completely restyled and it was this metallic lilac and all I thought of that day in school was I can't wait to get home get on my bike and go to Davidson Chevrolet they're not there anymore I'd be giving them the biggest plug in the world if they were. <laughs> you would have you definitely would have wow so that that feeling that you're exp you expressed you ex it I'm going to segue and, and, uh, and stretch a bit, but say you experience that with what you do now. Oh, totally. You know, um, when I see like a piece of art um, that just kind of rocks my world, it's like the best feeling in the world. And I, w I would say the greatest feeling as a, as an art dealer or a consultant is when you see an artist create something that is so uniquely their style and that it's something you've never seen before. And that happens, I guess that's probably happened to me twice in my entire career. And that feeling is like nothing else or just originality and how it's executed. You know, it's like um, when somebody has that really unique vision and really unique talent and combines that and creates something, it's like, it's almost indescribable. This is outstanding. It's also the modern architect, KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. We're talking today with James Bocci, a prominent art consultant, curator, and collaborator who has and continues to enjoy, that's a enjoy is an understatement, conducting art business in New York, San Francisco on Palm Springs since 1986. For more information, feel free to visit jamesbocchicontemporary.com. Again, that's jamesbocchicontemporary.com. Go into it again about you know, the, 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 the feeling, the energy, the, what you get, and even what your clients see and how you feel when they get so excited as well. Oh, well, that's, you know, I mean, that's the ultimate. If I feel that way and I see somebody else, you know, picking up on that, um, it's it's really, really great. I mean, it's just, and it's the best. Yeah, it sounds like almost like a cosmic orgasm. <laughs> well, it's like a visual orgasm if, you know. Sure. Now, Imagine, so you're going to work, if you want to call it that, every day, knowing that that expectation is 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 highly likely. Uh, I mean, how do you describe it? Is it kind of it, one day gets better than the next? Is there such thing? Um, you know, I was I was kind of. It's very funny. I like gave up a gallery in San Francisco that. I co-owned for years, 25 years, and moved to Palm Springs less than a year ago, kind of knowing what I was going to do here, but not totally. And 
someone asked me the other day because all this all this stuff has happened to me since I've been here. Um, I just got a space at the shops at 1345 North Canyon, North Palm Canyon, which is like the most amazing building here in Palm Springs. Uh, it was designed in 1955 by E. Stuart Williams. And it's gone through some incarnations over the years, but these partners um, bought the building. At one point, it was a water company. It's been an insurance company. It's been a real estate company. But these guys went in there, uh, Brandon Hoskins and his partners, and they... I guess turned it into this collection of lifestyle shops ranging from art to furniture to home goods to jewelry but everything is like exquisite and I've always gone there when I've visited Palm Springs and I've gone there since I've moved here and I would say about Oh, I don't know, a month and a half ago, I walked in there and there was an empty space in there and small, like a rectangle, um, white, all I saw was white walls, track lights and this shiny black tile floor. And I went crazy and I just, you know, I, I thought I didn't want to do this anymore. Uh, so that was a big surprise. But what's very, very unique about this um, series of shops that these guys have created is that they have a sales staff for the whole place. So you don't have to be there. And that's what cinched it for me. So it was like this opportunity because up until now, and by the way, I just moved into this space yesterday. Oh, congratu congratulations, <laughs> so, really. Thank you. Um, it was just, um, it was serendipitous. I was, our townhouse here in Palm Springs is totally designed like a gallery, but, you know, it's not open to the public. Um, I love visibility. And this, uh, the shops is such a destination for both people who live here, people who visit here. And it's not the type of destination for tourists. It's more geared to interior designers. And as I said, lifestyle shoppers, you know, people who love beautiful, original, exquisite things. Um, kind of flocked to this little, you know, pink building. <laughs> um, this beautiful uh, mid-century uh, modernist building is housed with all this amazing merchandise. So that, that kind of just happened. And the other thing that's been in the works since I got here um, I have friends in San Francisco who are amazing. They created and they own 
Hune, which is one of the most successful showrooms in the San Francisco Design Center. And that's um, Jeff Holt and Peter West. And Jeff and Peter bought a house down here a couple of years ago in Cathedral City, which is the next town. It's 10 minutes from Palm Springs. And in Cathedral City is this emerging area called the Perez Art and Design District. So anyone who's into art and design uh, goes there. Um, there's art galleries there. There are artist studios there. There are amazing like studios, craftsmen, tile people, um, stonemasons. So it's all this art and design in this little area. And it, they're almost like in strip malls. So it, it makes it even more interesting. You drive into these little malls and there are, oh, maybe anywhere from 10 to 12 stores, studios, whatever. Anyway, when um, Jeff knew I was moving down here, he called me and he told me what they were doing here. And they are opening a showroom here July 1st in the Perez Art and Design District called Scout. And the tagline to Scout is Art and Home. And Jeff asked me if I would like to propose art for this space, which I have. And all the art got delivered about a week ago. And they're in the process of putting this whole place together. So, I mean, I, I have presence in probably um, what is and what will be two of the absolute like best you know, art and design spaces in Coachella Valley. So it's, that was, you know, ended up being like, wow. <laughs> and I'm just so grateful. But the thing that's so interesting is, you know, people are saying to me, I thought you were going to Palm Springs to kind of like slow down a little and, you know, enjoy. I have never had this kind of fun. Everything that I am doing since I've been here has just been nothing, but I could only describe it as big fun. <laughs> so, I mean, how lucky <laughs> could I be? Yes, well, it's definitely, uh, there. there's a youthful exuberance to you, James, that obviously it's, coming through uh, our show today but uh, for our audience who's uh, not have the fortune to at least see you it seems like you're actually blossoming in the desert I mean that's kind of a cliche a little corny but there really is truth to that you know there is and um, I think that's been a, a major factor because if I was to describe it it's just that life is easier here you know um I probably get up anywhere between 5.30 and 6 every day. Um, I walk out my front door and there's a pool and a hot tub directly across the street. I, 
I, I do. I'm now up to about 85 laps of resistance walking in the pool every morning. And that's how I start my day. And when I lived in the city, I would get up, I would like sit at my desk for a while, drink coffee. Um, I'm not a, a super morning person, but that little trip to the pool, when I get back from that, uh, it's like uh, raring to go. I love it. And, it. and it's maybe eight o'clock if that, so <laughs> it's great. Outstanding. This is The Modern Architect. We're talking today with James Bacci prominent art consultant, curator, and collaborator who has and continues to enjoy and flourish while conducting an art business in New York, San Francisco, and Palm Springs. For more information, feel free to visit jamesbocchicontemporary.com. Again, that's jamesbocchicontemporary.com. Our public service announcement for today is for the Alliance Health Project at UCSF. The Alliance Healthcare Project's mission is to support the mental health and wellness of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer, and HIV-affected communities in constructing healthy and meaningful lives. For more information, feel free to visit their website at alliancehealthproject.ucsf.edu. Again, that's alliancehealthproject.ucsf.edu. James, can you share with us stories without... If you want to name names, fine. But of of some of the, your recent uh, art transactions or or, or sharings, uh, love to hear them. Huh, interesting. I I don't know if I'm comfortable naming names. No, you don't have to. No. But we just may, maybe said okay. the story of it. Well, this is kind of a fun story, um, and this will add a little intrigue to it because actually it was one of your guests, recent guests, who has been a longtime client and friend. And um, what I what I love, I would love to use this person as an example because we first met when social media came on the scene, and I started a Facebook page for my former gallery um, with art dealer in that shoots, it was called Art House. And I started a Facebook page and I remember posting this painting one day. And I used to do this thing every day called um, the Art House Pick of the Day. And each day I'd post a different work of art. So on this particular day, I posted a painting by an artist named Carol Massa uh, who's out of New York and who is this abstract painter, major colorist. She actually taught graphic design and color theory at FIT for more than 25 years. And I get a message on Facebook from this person saying, is this painting available? And I said, yes. And, you know, we start talking on the phone and she lived in San Francisco, and I offered to bring the painting to her house. It wasn't that big. And went to her house. Um, it was really funny because she had just had a baby, like, days before. And I got to her house holding the painting, and there's a note on the door saying, don't ring the doorbell. <laughs> so I, like, knocked really, like, 
apprehensively, and she came to the door, went in, and the baby was down, so that was good. And she loved the painting, bought the painting, has since bought several more, um, and has collected another artist uh, named Hina Alvarado, who is a San Francisco artist, and her work has a very vintage approach to it. It's oil and encaustic on wood panels, usually figurative, and just has this real vintage retro feel to it. And she, this particular collector has seen images of this painting that's been around for a little while. And when we recently spoke, she asked me if this painting was still available. And I said, yes. And at some point during the conversation, she started talking about her grandmother, who was this wild woman from Mississippi. And during the conversation, she emailed me a photograph of her grandmother when she was younger. And she looked just like, she reminded me of Betty Page, um, you know, the pinup model from the 50s. And I said to her, I know you love this painting, and this artist, um, Hina Alvarado, does a lot of commission work. I said, you need to commission a painting of your grandmother. And, I mean, the happy ending to this story is not only is she commissioning a painting of her grandmother for herself, but she is commissioning a smaller one for her to give as a gift to her mother, who's the daughter of the grandmother. And she's also purchasing the original painting she asked about. So that was a very happy day for everyone. Terrific. Collector, art consultant, and the artist. Happy, happy, happy. <laughs> On that happy note, what would you like to share with your audience today, James, that we may not have touched on? I guess just how you know, important it is to have art in your life. It, for somebody to, I guess, for me, favorite people to work with are beginning collectors um, because they, you know, there were so many aspects to beginning collecting first and foremost is, you know, introducing people to something that they love. You can, and establishing a relationship where they're comfortable enough to tell you they don't like something. And I always encourage people to do that because people often don't know what they love, but more often know what they don't like. And, you know, I, I love when people surprise themselves. Like, I remember back in the early days of Art House, um, we would have, you know, beginning collectors come in. And, you know, when you would ask them, like, what kind of work do they, like, find themselves gravitating to, a lot of people would say, um, I don't like abstract art. I mean, we would hear that over and over again. And 
I think abstract art can scare a lot of people because I think more often than not, that's the aesthetic that other people will say to them, what is it that you like about that? Or what do you see in that? And then people kind of can get, you know, unsure of how they're going to respond. Um, but I remember, and I still represent her work, Serena Bikina, who is this amazing uh, abstract artist out of New York. And Serena's work is all jazz inspired. So there's line in her work. And the line is all about the improvisation of the music. So in fact, Serena is in a major show right now in San Francisco um, called Rhapsody. And it's at the Museo Italiano uh, Americano in Fort Mason. And it's a great show. But people who would say they don't like abstract work would look at her work. And she, um, one body of work that she has always done are these beautiful works on vellum paper and they're oil and graphite. And people would look at these and leave, who'd say, I don't like abstract work and leave with three of them. You know, and that would happen over and over again. So I love when, you know, people can surprise themselves by discovering something they would think they would normally not like and end up really loving. So that I, I like that. And, you know, that's a situation that I would have to say just really does it for me. James, it's been a real honor and pleasure having you as a guest today, truly. Thank you very, very much. I hope you consider coming on again. Oh, Tom, this has been great. Thank you. Thank you again, James. You've been listening to The Modern Architect. I'm Tom Dioro. Our guest today has been James Bocci. James is a prominent art consultant, curator, and collaborator who continues to enjoy conducting art business in New York, San Francisco, Palm Springs, frankly, probably the planet, since 1986. Embracing the changes of how to conduct business brought on by the pandemic, James felt the need to reinvent. Drawing from many facets of his professional career, he launched James Bocci Contemporary, a boutique art consultancy and by appointment collector's art salon in Palm Springs, California. James Bocci Contemporary focuses on representing and sourcing contemporary art worldwide for presentation and placement with private collections, corporations, and museums. For more information, feel free to visit jamesbocciecontemporary.com. Again, jamesbocciecontemporary.com. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is made possible by Swatchbox, the leading sample platform for architects and designers. Swatchbox brings thousands of product samples from the world's leading manufacturers into one platform. Browse materials for inspiration, create custom collections, then request your samples for free with automatic next day or second day shipping. Get started at Swatchbox.com.